Oh man, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Convo Houston. Good morning. Thank you for joining Coffee and Convo Houston, live with R.E. and Chosen. Today's special guest, F.D. Sparkman. Thank you for joining Coffee and Convo Houston. I'm your host, R.E. Ready for Peace Strickland. And we're live with Chosen and special guest F.D. Sparkman. Today's hey, show is the pitfall. Hey. Did you just say hey, hey? <laughs> hey. That's a good, it's a good day. You're right, you know it is. It's, it's a good day. Yeah, today's topic is the pitfalls of self-hatred. <clears throat> and before we get into today's topic, we're going to have Chosen give us a recap of last week's show. The importance of a support system, fatherhood, positive motivation. All right. So, like she just said, last week's show was the importance of support systems. Fatherhood last week, last Sunday was Father Day. So, you know, we dug, we dug in a little bit of that. One of the bullet points that we talked about was uh, basically it takes a village. Um, everybody, everybody needs a support system. And then, uh, you know, shine a light on the father's. Um, you know, we talked about that one thing that, that, that a lot of people tend to butt heads on was, uh, you know, it takes a father to raise a son. Um, but that's pretty much what it was. If you did not catch that episode, we have that episode on the YouTube page. You can go back and you can watch the previous episodes of almost, if not every conversation that we have had <laughs> since we've been doing, since we've been going live for, you know, uh, for all over a year. So, almost uh, a year, almost, almost a year, a almost year in year, August. Yeah. Yes, so, exactly. That's right. That's right. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, yeah. So, um, that's pretty much what we what we were with that one. Awesome show last week. Uh, had some good views and and uh, yeah. Now, speaking so, of yeah. last week's show, uh, we did have some feedback. There were some uh, female parents that were um, offended. <laughs> yes, offended. Because we stated that that a woman cannot raise a man. FD, before we go into today's show, would you like to reiterate why you made that statement? I have to use some of the things that Chosen was saying. When you grow up one-sided, you grow up one-sided. What I like about the, the, us three is that you have Chosen who has more balance than either you or I. And mm -hmm. you were raised by a single mother. I was raised by a single mother. Now, my issue was everywhere I went in the military, people always told me that I act like a female. Because mm. I did. I sounded like a female. I voiced my emotions and my opinions <laughs> like a female because I had no other point of reference. Okay. Now, you can get upset and you can be offended, but uh, 
if I have no point of reference other than a woman's point of view, then what am I going to put out there? Understandable. All right. Now, right into today's show, Effie, you actually chose this topic of self-hatred. So we're going to go ahead and go right on into it and let you start us off. Okay, well, one of the things about self-hatred is you usually don't see it, and you feel it, but you don't see it. And most people, they do recognize it, but they tend to try to ignore it, push it down. But when they're alone and they're by themselves, you ever know those people that just can't stand to be by themselves, that can't stand to be alone? No, I, I don't know. I'm not one of those people. I enjoy being by myself. Well, what I'm saying is you telling me that in your long life, you never met anyone like that? Mm -hmm. I can't put my finger on it. Always got to have somebody go with them. Always got to have somebody roll with them. They just can't ah. do anything alone. Now they you gotta have <laughs> explain how you see that as self-hatred. Because people like that tend to avoid situations where they are alone. Because when you're alone, you start thinking. When you start thinking, you start going through your past, your actions, things you've been doing, things that you say. And most people like that, that have an issue with self-hatred, it, 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 it sends them into some form of depression, anger, and everything. And all they can do is find wrong in everything they do. Hmm. Okay. Now, I have a, a quote that you has uh for self-hatred self it says in a world full of lies honest people begin to hate themselves because they can't seem to go along with lies can you expound on that for me yeah it's like this whole new super liberal thing i'm not a conservative i'm not a liberal but there are a lot of people that say that they are one or the other and what i found is that you have a bunch of people that tell you how to think what to think, how you should look at things, and people get upset with you when you don't toe the line and you don't agree. In that aspect, there's no room for individuality. Well, mm. everything that we do when it comes to serving the most high is an individual thing. There's no such thing as group thing. And when you are surrounded by people that are trying to tell you what to think, how to think, how you should feel about this, how you should feel about that and you try to say something different they'll shut you down shout you down call your names and make you feel bad about yourself just because you have an alternative point of view hmm. okay Chelsea what do you think <sighs> well uh, when you talk about self when we talk about self-hatred um, like I like I had stated uh, once before uh, before we started having this conversation like I look at some of where the, the origin of self-hatred come from. Uh, self-hatred can come from uh, people around you that make you, you know, people around you that say things to you that you might be self-conscious about. Um, like we talked about it, like I talked about it earlier, self-hatred can also come from family members. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, uh, you know, one of those, one of those secrets or whatever, and, and mm. they, they know something about, they know something about you um, that you don't know, and you wonder, okay, why do they treat me like this, and why do they so well? You're not, um, uh, 
you know, it could be from that. Then it 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 can also come from, um, you know, if you just look at like how some of those commercials were back in the day. Have you ever seen that one? Not the commercial. It was the uh the experiment, um, where they had the dolls. No, oh, okay. I was about to say no. Where they where they where they no 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 that the way they had the dolls where uh they had you know where they had the ch- the, the, the 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 black the black kid talk about the doll with skin color and and they said well why why do you not like that um doll because that doll was dead you know it was they were led to be that dog is that doll is ugly it doesn't look like the uh other doll when you get a lot of that from you get you, it can come from that it can come from uh like I said like family members it can come from being bullied Self-hatred can come from the origin of self-hatred can come from a lot of different things. Um, but what the root of it is, 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 is just not having that, is not having that, that degree of self-love, not being able not to really see that, not really, yeah, not being able to see that self-love because you haven't. Okay. So what I want to go back to now is like what Frederick said, when Frederick was talking about people that's always about, always around somebody, don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Part of that reason why they don't mm-hmm. want to be alone is because they will be with them, they'll be faced with themselves. So there okay. are things about them that they do not like about themselves. So if I constantly have company around me, I don't have to look at that. One pain, uh, uh, one, one pain, what is it? It's a, uh, I'm not trying to thought, acting real <laughs> retarded this morning. Uh, <laughs> How 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 one pain gets rid of another pain, so that sounds you know, more like have, misery yeah. loves company to me. Not um, necessarily. I mean, you know, because let I me mean, you know one. Okay, so 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 you remember Major Pain? Yeah. <laughs> when Homeboy was talking about, oh, I got shot, I got shot. He said, "Want me to get your uh?" He said, "Want me to get your mind off that bullet wound?" So he broke his finger. <laughs> like one pain cancels out another pain. So it's like the cover up. So the cover up is you you might you know those people might. Uh, surround themselves with other people in hopes to finding what they need to find within themselves around other people instead of doing the due diligence and being by themselves or with themselves and saying, okay, hey, I ain't self, this is what we gonna deal with. But they that sometimes that self-hatred is so deep that you just really don't want to deal with it. You know, you really don't want to, you know, they really don't want to deal with it. So you'll find those types of people surrounding themselves with other people. Okay, we have a comment here. Leroy says, what about being antisocial? Ooh. Antisocial is usually somebody that loves to be by themselves and they don't want to be around other people because of the way those people behave, treat you, or come at you. In most cases, antisocial behavior, if it is introverted or extroverted in some cases, is basically because people have done you wrong and you don't want to continue the process. I don't want to continue to expose myself to these types of people, these types of situations and or circumstances. And that I can agree with. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that as well. There's certain certain places that people go to that they that they just feel like, okay, I'm not I don't I don't connect with this ilk of people. Like mm-hmm. like a long time ago, like when I would go to the club yeah, like I would go to the club, and it, it got to a point where I go to the club and go to sleep. <laughs> I won't say nothing to nobody. It just be like, and they're just like, okay. So self hatred. Uh, let, let's get it understood out here. Self hatred is the intense dislike of oneself, 
it is not really the people around you. It's not um, your environment. It's uh, it could be something that was that had happened in your past. It could be any type of trauma that makes you makes you look at yourself as though you are less than uh, the next. You know that you are worthless, and you you internalize that that uh, hatred basically taking it out on yourself. I would say at times these are things that would lead to uh, certain certain um, what's the what's the disorders like eating disorders, uh, cutting uh, addictions. They, these are the things that one person deals with internally because of not knowing who they are. And like you said, Chosen, it can come from family members. Uh, family members may know a secret about you and treat you differently from uh, the rest of the family, what black we sheep. normally would call the black sheep. <laughs> right. Yeah, black um, sheep. And you're right. It can also come from bullying. Bullying, uh, I, I want to say it is, it's not, it's a reflection of the person that, of what they see in themselves and how they feel in themselves and they take it out on another. Uh, it, it, it's attacking one's uh, self-esteem. So after so many years of this type of treatment, negative talk, you get, you get into a place where you start to believe the things that are said to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that leads to your... Uh, idea of who you are you're you're taking in what someone else is saying uh the lies someone else is throwing at you and but starting to believe it okay yeah that's so, that that's that absorbing you know you, you start you to absorb those things start your self-image you gotta remember exactly self-hatred is about hating your self-image mm-hmm. and it's the way when you look at something like you ever heard somebody say i just don't like the way they look at me mm-hmm. <laughs> well Sometimes people are studying you and seeing your external behaviors and they're classifying you in such a way. Whereas you may keep trying to go down this street, but somehow you always end on Rushmore. Mm. End up on Rushmore. I mean, it's just those uh, little behavioristic traits that cause other people to put you in this box. Okay. You know, now, once you get put in the box, it's you feel like you need to escape. What about? I know we did a show on expectations, and I know at one point, FD, you you stated that expectations, depending on the expectations, are delusional. What about? Uh, there was a conversation. I had a conversation with someone. It was about the Michael Jackson I said song. Unrealistic expectations are okay. okay. So let's address false That's expectations. What I brought up La La Land. <laughs> let's address false expectations. Well, self hatred has more to do with what keeps happening to you. Mm-hmm. It has more to do with when, uh, let's say, I'll go and do this in my circle and my cycle remain so and then you can sit there and hate yourself because you seem unable to break your circle or your cycle if you ever notice most of the people that have certain things about themselves that they hate it could be a part of their body it could be their voice it could be their face 
it can be anything that causes them to look at themselves, as you put it, as less than. Mm-hmm. Now, that would fall on the comparisons. When, when you're constantly comparing yourself to the next person, what, what their hair is like, what their eyes may be like, why their nose is shaped a certain way, why their, uh, their weight, you know, it's, it's comparisons. Comparisons can cause you to start hating yourself. Because you're not you're not uh, looking at the the authenticity within yourself. What makes you you? Or you don't know where to you know you don't sometimes you don't look at that because you haven't sometimes people haven't been shown that too. Like sometimes that's why I say affirmations can come from anybody. If you have a lack of affirmation from people that speak life into you, you won't be able to see it because even it's even still hard sometimes when you're self-conscious about a lot of things that people can still speak life into you. But if you don't believe it, then then it's almost words falling on deaf ears. But do you see how crazy that works, though? You we, we sometimes we navigate or sometimes we gravitate towards the negative a lot more than we would the positive because like somebody could sit up and tell you uh, like, like, OK, let, OK, let's say you got something on your face. Mm-hmm. You, you you walk around but you don't know it you got something on your face somebody tell you you got something on your face you don't feel it so you might play it off you walk around and then somebody else say the same thing and then you be like uh, then you start thinking okay well maybe I do you start did somebody else say the same thing and then it's like okay now it's time to look in the mirror so it, it, it's it's, it's people that keep self conscious Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're starting. Okay, now now you had that awareness about about what that is, about what might be around your face, or what it is that somebody see. Now you start trying to look at it to see, and so just like you said, Ari, you hear it from a lot of you. If you hear it from multiple people, the same thing from multiple people, then you'll start being like, okay, well maybe this is it. Then you start believing it. Mm-hmm. So and it's it's for some odd reason it's always hard. It's always easier to accept that negative than it is that positive because sometimes when people say hey man you know you're talented you're smart uh you you you, you, you know you're very enlightened and this and that. it feel good for a time but it seems like that 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 it seems like sometimes that negative uh thing uh that negative thing lasts a little bit it, it, it hit different you know, your That's favorite movie uh scott pilgrim just came to mind for some reason <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that hey, that movie, hey, it's silly. A lot of it ain't for a lot of people, but I see the symbolism in it. Okay, mm-hmm. now what were you finna say about it? It reminds me of him, the main character. It really reminds me of the main character because but, mm-hmm. he was this wimpy kid. He, I, I say wimpy, nerdy, but what's wrong with being a nerd? <laughs> hey, well, see, I see what she's getting. Okay, so I see what she's getting at. Okay, so what it was was like. Okay, what it is is he, uh, you know, he he has a lot that people can sit up and say about him. Okay, mm-hmm. you're 22 years old. <laughs> you know, you're 22 years old. Uh, you have an underwhelming. Your you, you know your 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 presence is underwhelming. You don't have no stable job. Uh, you dating a high school. Cause that's what he was doing in there. Mm-hmm. So you got all these things about you that uh, you got all these things about you that's going on that, that people can like really get at you if they really want to talk to make if you self-conscious really about. about. But mm-hmm. the reason why he went down into that sunken place is because if you remember, he uh, he got dumped, he got cheated, cheated on, and, and he got left. So that right there, case okay, like why? 
What was wrong with me? What happened? Mm-hmm. So now you're starting to look at all these things and these flaws within yourself to see where did you go wrong? And sometimes it don't even be you. Sometimes it be them that the people that these people are sometimes people that are happy with themselves. And, and later on, like after you, yeah, so they're unhappy well, with see, themselves. So what that goes back to where I wanted to go. Okay. Your environment, like you were saying before. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're surrounded by idiots and you're smart, then you're going to have a bad environment. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, you know, he had... So, yeah. So, you know, he had a lot of good attributes. Dude was in a band. Dude had good intentions. He had, like, all his other stuff going for him. And as you can tell, like, they, they, they made, the movie made it comical where he could fight so he could stand up for himself. It's just the thing that happened is this one person broke him down and made him not like this though. Yeah, as you can see, he always went to the little dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And when he go to the dream sequence, he was like, Oh God, I'm so alone. Help me, and all that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was like not being able to see the worth within yourself. So at the end of it, say, okay, what what did it say? It says Scott learned the art of self-respect. Scott mm-hmm. learned self-love. It was like then the girl that he was trying to fight for, it was like she told him in the things is that in the little, the little uh dream sequence what the dream sequence kind of symbolized was him being in isolation and him talking to him high his higher self so when the girl came and said uh he said he, he told her he said i fought hard for you and she said maybe i wasn't the one that you should have been fighting for so it was like him it was his spiritual self telling him and get basically giving him the answer of to what you should have been really doing Instead of some pill where you hadn't had, you don't have everything all all figured out right now. Like you still learning a lot of this stuff, so you don't need to and hate yourself. We're going to be learning throughout yeah. our, the rest of our lives. Yeah, you know? so you need to. So this is what you need to learn. Like this wasn't the time for you to be fighting for someone else. It's like you got all this stuff going, and you need to be fighting for yourself. It's good you brought right. that movie up though, because you because <laughs> it was a lot of self hatred in that movie. Yes, it was. Like, it was. Like, yeah. Okay, well, so FD. One of the biggest roots of self-hatred is shame. Shame, Shame. exactly. 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 Now, you and I disagree on this scripture, but we're going to run with it. And you're going to give me the scripture that you feel that, you know, suits self-hatred. And we're going into spiritual warfare here, just to be clear. Now, I chose 2 Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, I believe when we're going to uh, spiritual warfare, that is one of the perfect scriptures to stand on to battle this, to battle self-hatred. Now, if you go, do you have that other scripture that I asked you to look up? (laughs) Ha ha, that was what, James? 123, I believe. 123 through 24. Okay. Well, I don't remember it by heart. I don't. Have, <laughs> I don't have a Bible sitting right here. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and speak on that scripture. That is the one where. But it's says, saying like when you're in the Word and you don't follow the Word. Mm-hmm. You're not like a doer of the Word. Into a mirror, and then as soon as you leave the Word, you forget what manner of person you are. You forget what you mm-hmm. look like. So. Self-hatred, like I always say, is like it's like a glass box. You you feel trapped because you're looking this way and you're looking for a reflection of yourself. Whereas 
in actuality, I say glass and not a mirror because the reflection that I'm looking for is I'm looking for the most high. I'm looking to see the most high in me in some okay. kind of way. So as long as I'm seeing a clear glass, I'm seeing how the outside world is viewing me rather than looking at how the most high is looking at me. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. So you're saying that the self-hatred is, you're unable to defeat self-hatred because you're, you're constantly looking at the view of the world's perspective instead of looking at the, the scripture of what the most high tell you who you are. You could listen to your conscience and your spirit being and know that it's different than what the world is telling you. Okay. So okay, I'm going to let you have that. With world, you go with your own destruction. Because that's what... In, Interesting. In a nutshell, self-hatred leads to self-destruction. Interesting. We're going to come back to that. Because, you know, I, I told you I, I have a, a poem that I wrote called Self-Destruct. And it is about um, the weight of the world and and the the way the the way the world is treating this this person in this poem and they're at a point where they're about to you know just ready to give up they are ready to give up and at that very point where they're feeling uh helpless worthless uh, the very last thought that hit them is that everything that's going on, they can get past and it'll be a lot better for them in the end if they just make it through. If they just not give up. Because what they're feeling is a lot harder for them than what anything will ever be. It's what you feel. You know, um, those feelings, like it says, self-hatred is the intense hatred it's an intense emotion for self you know so i I get go ahead you want to know why that is why is that because you know yourself better than anyone knows you so you are the one that goes to bed with yourself every you know every night you're the one that Mm -hmm. does everything with yourself so it's like like i said you know it's uh like like yo is you then 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 the neck of you so The negative you so so if you think about it, that that negative part of you can take knows all your flaws. So it's like you can sit up and you can tell somebody something about you. You can talk all the good you want about yourself to somebody. They will get that. Then you can put the the bad about you out to somebody too, and they can get a synopsis of it. But only you know all your good. Only you know all your bad. So when you get down on yourself and you see all of that stuff, it's like, okay, you can, you, you can sit up and try to rationalize with yourself and well, it's not all that bad. It's not all that bad. And I can drown this and this. And you really can't because you know, you, so that's why it hits different. It hits different when it's, when it's self-hatred because you know, the true you, you deal with you every day. Okay. And that's when, as I said before, like you said, knowing yourself. Now, like I did that little test with you guys, say your name in your head. You have to make that happen. 
Now you can be putting yourself down, but when a thought just pops in your head, putting you down, and you agree with that thought, now you're moving more towards self-hatred because you're supposed to hate yourself. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Because if you accept yourself, you like yourself, you love yourself, you're going to move towards something positive, towards building, towards gaining, towards loving, towards knowing. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to go back to that. I was going to ask, why do you suppose one leans more to the negative? But I think you just answered it when you said the point, the purpose is to hate yourself, to turn away from the positive, to turn away from who you really are. Because at the end of the day, the enemy is sent to kill, steal, and destroy. At the end of the day, it's, it's about that. It's about destroying you and your purpose. Yes, but one thing. Self-hatred leads you to abandon hope. I like that. That's okay. Good point. Very good point. Okay. So from there, we have a comment. And we are always harsher and harder on ourselves than others. This is from Rochelle. I guess this goes back to what you were saying, you know, because like you said, Chosen, we know ourselves better than anyone else. And we continuously replay we, that negative aspect, that negative thought that we have of ourselves. And, and it's not, let's, let's be fair here. It's not just the negative thoughts. It could be things like, I'm not good at sports. I'm not good at music. I'm not That's good. You know, I'm sorry? That's reality. Like Psalm 15 says, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell on thy holy hill? And he says, he who speaketh the truth in his own heart. Now, you can sit here and give yourself a truth check. I don't like baseball. I don't, I'm not a great basketball player. I, I'm not the king of football. I've gotten fatter than I was when I was younger. These are all true statements. They they don't negatively impact my life other than well maybe me being fat impacts my impacts my health. <laughs> but these are the things you got to tell yourself the truth. Okay, you can say okay I'm ugly, but somebody's uh, likes the way I look. <laughs> you can say uh, my voice is horrible, but then I got people that listen to me all the time. So you have to remind yourself of the truth when that enemy comes a knocking. And trying to tell you everything that's wrong, you have to remember that's a specific point of view. Lots of people like my voice. Okay, some women like fat men. I mean, you just got to go with what's true. <laughs> All right. Leroy says we can continue to do things that we aren't willing to live with that will cause us to lose our peace, or we can do things to bring joy with each new action that we choose to take. At what point? Do we make the decision to love, forgive, and give ourselves a chance for renewal to become someone that we can love and live with? Good question. Well, that's every day. According to the Bible, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Choose you this day whom shall ye serve. So each day that you choose to serve the Most High, you begin to copy the Most High, act like the Most High, praise the Most High, then it's going to change you regardless. You might not even notice the change. You might walk outside smiling and whistling and you don't even know why. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because the change, mm -hmm. it starts on the inside. You don't even know he's working. And, you know, just 
one day all of a sudden that thought has gone away and you hadn't even realized you hadn't had that thought in for you know for x amount of time or that behavior you know so i i can i can agree with that that that's that's that hope you were speaking of you know that's the hope chosen what do you have to say Oh, did he freeze? Looked like yeah, his camera froze. <laughs> All well, that's right. That's going to give me the opportunity to go back to environment. Okay. A lot of people, I mean, when I was growing up in the hood, <laughs> I had issues with the people <laughs> around me because I was nothing like them. I wanted more from life than them. I wanted to go and try to achieve this. And anytime I tried to do anything, they would try to push you down or take something from you or always let you know something bad about yourself. Because like you said, misery loves company. Mm -hmm. Now, I've spent my entire life pursuing my own goals. Something like Leroy asked, what about being solitary? Well, that's fine. If I can't find anyone in my environment who shares my thoughts, beliefs, hopes, values, or any characteristics, traits or anything like that, then I'm going to tend to stand alone. Because what's they say? I can do bad all by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't need your help. Well, which is true. Okay. Thanks. Welcome back, Chosen. Yeah, I don't know what So happened. I was asking your opinion on uh, what Leroy asked. At what point do we make the decision to love, forgive, and give ourselves a chance for renewal to become someone that we can love and live with? Uh, there was a show that we did, and um, Frederick was saying, and what Frederick said, uh, basically what it is is you have to choose that. It's, I don't know if y'all heard, but if y'all have y'all ever noticed, it's always easier to destroy than it is to create. Yes. Okay, so to destroy something takes very little effort. To create something takes a little, a lot, a lot more effort. Some people are lazier than others, and some people it's easier to feel worthless than to even go find your worth. But once you find your worth, and you're like, okay, I did this, or like, for instance, let's just say you know you go and you you clean your house. It takes work, but after you finish cleaning your house and you know moved around some stuff, you dusting it, like, and you you dusting and you vacuuming and you cleaning it, and when it's all sparkling clean after that work is done, after you done got over saying. Oh, I'm gonna get up this morning. I'm gonna clean this house. When you finish cleaning that house, you almost like when you finish cleaning the house, and then you have to go somewhere, and then you come back, and you like you almost can't wait to get back to the house because you've mm -hmm. taken the time to do that work, that due diligence within that house, so that it can be somewhere that you love to be. So it takes a made-up mind to be like, okay, let me clean this this house, this 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 house on the inside, and by the time you get done. Uh, cleaning all that clutter out and getting rid of all that dilly dally shilly shally, then you you feel good and you can look in yourself, you can look in your mirror and be like, okay, I love who I am. But it takes that time. You have to choose that day, like like Frederick said, choose choose this day. And you sit up and say, I'm, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna clean this house. And when you do that, then that's when you start to see it, you know, start seeing it all unfold. Sometimes you can look at your house. Some houses might be dirtier than others. And you'd be like, man, like I done hoarded a whole lot of stuff and we know this is going to be a big task. But if you want to get on the other side of that to where everything is clean, then you got to, you, you you just have to get up and do that. You have to get up and clean that house. Okay. 
So you have to do it now. It's like it's like okay, when do we when do we do when do we do this? Okay, we choose it now. You have to choose it right then and there. So it's a choice. It's a choice. Everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. Okay, so some tips to heal. One, learn from the past. Frederick, go. One, you reject any thought that is not your own. Two, you look at what it is you can do right now, not what it, you're going to need 15 steps to accomplish. What can I do right now to better my situation? What can I do right now to better my sense of self-worth? What can I do right now to improve my self-image? Okay. Chosen. Replace negative self-talk with self-compassion. Go. I, um, I mean, like I said before, you know yourself better than, than, than anybody. You have to make that choice to say, okay, let me take all these attributes and put these attributes on the forefront. What am I good at? My talents, my passions. Um, the things that, uh, you know, the, the, the things that, um, like Frederick said too, you, you combat those things. Like he said, well, about the whole being fat, <laughs> but it's people that like fat. So my, my thing used to be, my thing used to be my height. Mm. So, so, so I, I would sit up and, I, and, and to combat that, I was like, well, shoot, it's almost like the most I was telling me say, if I had to get you height, it wouldn't have been fair to nobody else. If I had okay. given you height, I would have given you everything. I would, you would have had everything. Or it's like, so I take my talents. So music, want to use that as something to put to shine more light on, or to shine light on myself. Um, you just take all your attributes and you put that out there in the forefront, and you continue to decrease or minimize that the the negative aspects, you know, to find balance. Okay. So you have to get up and you just actually have to just not even joke about yourself. Don't even joke about yourself because your body yeah, don't know the difference. That's, a, that's another thing. You know, some people joke taking shots at themselves to make themselves feel comfortable and accepted around others. Mm -hmm. And it's like a, a if they do it first, then no one else will. What's up, Frederick? Defense Go ahead, Frederick. No, that's a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Me, I've always believed if I snatch it before you get to it, then you got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I said like, don't even joke about yourself because yeah. your body, don't, your mind, your spirit, your 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 body and your mind don't know the difference. You're just joking with yourself, and it's like it's still a spell. Well, you still put it out there. I guess that would be for weaker-minded individuals. I had to say people that haven't walked that road for a long time. For me, I have to find humor in everything because in every day that you walk outside, you either one breath away from crying or one breath away from laughing. Mm -hmm. So I try to make sure that I'm laughing at everything that I see because it can always right. get worse. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So another tip is to renew your mind. This goes back to learning who you are. You have to see who you are in your from your through your creator's eyes, not through the eyes of the world. That is very, very important because this world can tell you who they think you are, who they want you to be, who they feel you should be, and miss the mark, lead you down the bumpiest road of your life. And four, forgive yourself. FD, go. What, forgiving myself? 
I'd say that that has more to do with what I've done wrong or I've done to others because I had a serious problem with self-hatred. And mm -hmm. what I would do is I attack the people that made me feel less than. I attacked the people that had those things to say about me. And I used to be kind of a cruel person. And I would do everything I could to smash them because that's how it felt inside when they did it to me. Interesting. So for me, it all ended with, like you said, with forgiveness. Plus, I went to the most high and I asked for the root. Oh, why do I keep, you know, do, following this same circle? Why do I still have this same cycle? And he took me to self-hatred. And in my dream, it was a clear, like a clear glass, piece of glass. And I smashed it and kept smashing it until it broke. And then once it broke, was the first time in my life that I was able to see me as I truly was and appreciate and value the gift that God had given me. Okay, that's interesting. And and you said you that was more of a retaliation because yes. you wanted them to feel the pain that they caused you? Well, when other people are always saying this about you, and if you for one second agree with them and think it's true, who are you going to hate? Mm. <laughs> you're going to hate you. Mm. You always turn everything in on yourself. So the biggest thing about self-hatred is it leads to self-destruction because we always try to destroy what we hate. And then you ultimately wind up destroying. Do you know hate lies? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. You try to get rid of anybody around you that's lying, correct? Correct. All right. So <laughs> let's go into our bullet points and chosen. Go. Yeah. yeah so, uh, like I said before, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest take takeaways is like where that self that self hatred can uh, originate from. Self hatred can originate from family members. You know, you being the black sheep, it could be bullying. And then that rejection, which I really didn't get a chance to, uh, which we, you know, really didn't touch on. Um, that rejection can go into that self-hatred too. It's like, okay, well, why, what am I always doing wrong? Why am I always being left out? And then you start, you know, like I said, you start looking at the other side and you start looking more of what's wrong, what you feel is wrong with you. Those self-conscious things start coming up and then you start dwelling on that. And that right there leads to the pitfalls of that. So the pitfall, so one of the bullet points that I really want to stress on was the pitfall of the so the whole self-hatred thing. You stop believing in yourself. Then you stop believing in the dreams that, and the goals you start setting for yourself. And then you can fall off into a deep depression. You can fall off to where points where you just don't really want to deal with nobody. So when people start talking about antisocial, like earlier when, when um, Leroy was talking about being antisocial, mm -hmm. it's two things with that. The one thing that I agree, of course, I'm not, I don't disagree with anything he said, but it's just two sides of it. That anti-socialist coming from, okay, okay, I'm above this and and like being somewhere that you feel out of place where you just don't connect with folks. Or whenever you do get to that point to where you down into that sunken place and you anti-social, it's just because you just holding on to whatever hope you have left because you've fallen so deep down into that place where you just feel unworthy that you're just trying to claw out, try, trying to claw 
out of anything or out of that hole. So if you go around people but not talk, maybe you, like we said earlier, maybe you just around them just so that you can be like, maybe this, maybe at that rope, maybe somebody put this rope down here and I can climb out of here. But the pitfall of it is you just all of that, all of that stuff with self hatred. You can, um, you can be depressed. You can be on the edge of just not, you know, not wanting to be around no more. So those are the pitfalls, and that's why it's so important to say earlier about what we were saying. You know, to say earlier of um, talking, let speaking life over yourself. It's mm-hmm. a song, an inspirational song, a gospel song. It says, "Speak over yourself." Mm-hmm. Just like you know yourself, you have dominion. You have dominion over yourself, given to you by the Most High. So you choose to sit up and say, "You know, I know I'm of royalty. I'm better than mm-hmm. this. And this is better for me, and this is." So you have that to do, and the enemy will always try to give it to you to where you um, will choose destruction of yourself before you choose the, the 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 restoration of yourself, so to speak. So that's pretty much the bullet point that I really wanted to touch on because I didn't really, we didn't, I don't think we really touched on like the pitfalls of self hatred. I like well, I ain't gonna say touch, so I'm gonna say the elaboration <laughs> of the pitfalls or something. We elaborated on it. Hit the nail on the head when you brought up rejection, mm-hmm. because you did. That goes a lot towards the environment thing. And one of the things that I wanted to hit on, as far as your environment, if you're smart and you're hanging around people that are not as smart as you, bad company corrupts good character. Yes. So. You have to put yourself in a position to where if I know that I'm the smartest one in the group, I need a new group. Because <laughs> I, I, I need to find me a group where I got people that I can learn from, I can grow with, and we can express ourselves honestly. Um, right. One of the things you really have to look at about your environment is if you are surrounding yourself with a bunch of unbelievers, they're mm-hmm. not rejecting you. They're rejecting the one that sent you. Mm. Again, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Okay. And FD, your bullet points. I thought I just hit it. (laughs) (laughs) In life, everything that's saying sociality is about your environment. We create our own environment. If you're hating yourself because of your environment, change your environment. Do what it takes. If you need to move over here, if you need to get another job, pray on it, ask the most high what to do. You don't need to live in a toxic swamp to feel to feel like you like everybody else. We're supposed to be a kingdom of peculiar people, kings and priests. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to go out there in authority and we're supposed to worship the most high and be peculiar while we're doing it. We're not supposed to be like everybody else. If you find yourself sitting next to a pool of acid, go to another place, <laughs> build yourself a pool and fill it with water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so for your bullet points, we had hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's where you say self hatred uh, destroys hope. And yeah, when people are surrounded by the evil, they begin. Go ahead. That's when I was talking about the cycles you can't break, but keep going. Mm -hmm. You also said when people are surrounded by evil, they begin to hate doing good. 
And sin and a lack of understanding causes us to resent our self-image. Correct. But we discussed all of that. We did. That's why it's called bullet points. Okay. Okay. Okay, now going back to the tips for uh, tips to heal, these are not the only things that can be done to help you get out of the cycle of self hatred. These are some of the simplest things I would say um, we've put out here and learn it from the past as far as um, if you are the cause of some like Frederick said, some pain to others, and that may have caused you to start disliking yourself, okay? Learn learn from those mistakes. And replacing the self-talk with self-compassion, as Chosen said, affirmations are needed. They are needed. Wake up in the morning, look at yourself, and tell yourself you are beautiful, you're handsome, you, you will succeed. No matter what comes your way, you're going to do your best to overcome. One, one thing for me this year is I've been facing my fears, facing my fears. I've been real big on facing my fears this year. Uh, I've been terrified of certain things. One thing is really uh, driving. I, I've been so terrified with that, <laughs> but I, I did it. I did it. Um, I wanted to be there for someone that's very dear for me. I I had no problems with going, you know, down the street, around the corner to the store, you know, run my errands, but to drive what I considered a long distance, and that would be 30 minutes and over <laughs> in traffic. That's a long distance to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to be there for someone that was that is very dear to me. So I faced that fear. It, it wasn't um, me saying, okay, I'm going to get up and do this. I'm going to get up and do this today. It was more, my goal was to be there for that person. My desire to be there for them was more important than any fear I had. So I would say face some of your fears, you know, renew your mind, start thinking differently about who you are and what you're capable of. And in my opinion, this will help uh, fight the self-hatred that you may have for yourself. Okay. Um, Chosen, what do you have to say about that? Uh, another one of the tips. I mean, I, I agree with what you said because th- th- those are definitely, that's definitely a big one is facing your fears. Um, but I still got to go back to support systems too because mm-hmm. being around pe- being around people that help lift you up that's another big tip to help healing it's, it's only so much of self healing you can do yourself that self healing that you do yourself is pretty much more of a self assessment of who you are of what you you know like your imperfections your insecurities and you facing those you can do that on your own for just so you can do that part on your own the other part that comes in where you need other people is just being around like-minded individuals coming up with different ideas because you don't know everything. We don't know everything. And we're not meant to be, and I, I don't believe we're meant to, to, to know everything. We're not meant to just be by ourselves. You need other people. That's why other people are around. But you have to know which, you have to know what sect or what kind of people to be around. 
That goes back to what FD said. If you're the brightest Crayola in the box, you need to go get around another. You need to go get into another box. (laughs) You need to be around all the, you need to be around the fluorescence and the pastels, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because as he stated, as scripture says, bad company corrupts, how how did it go? Good manners. Bad company corrupts good manners. And that is true. Characters. Character. Mm-hmm. They're in good manner. Character, good yeah. character. It's it's it goes back to the show we had about um I think it was friendship. Was it friendship? Where we where we were talking about how friends can coerce you into doing things that you wouldn't normally do, and the next thing you know, you in a heap of heap of trouble because of what a friend suggested you should be doing. You then so your far. friends ain't your friends. Then your friends ain't your friends. <laughs> your friends ain't your friends. Speaking of that, I would even say, as uh, Frederick said earlier, as we were talking about talking, making jokes about yourself, if these people are calling themselves your friends and the only thing they are doing is highlighting your flaws, they're really not your friends. And agree, Unless y'all agree. Smartest one in the group. <laughs> but but you know that but 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 you correlate that to what we what we usually call sneak dissing, mm. like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yes. We correlate that to yes. like sneak dissing. You know you can be around somebody that every time they got something, they 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 got like a wise crack to say. They throw out mm-hmm. the little old jabs or whatever, and then at the end they took they put in there. Yeah, but you my boy though. You know so yeah. that's the only reason why. But sometimes that be sneak dissing. They really be coming at your neck. And mm-hmm. and they and they just be sneak this and them really ain't your friends. Those you know, really so. aren't your friends. And that that's sad because that's a lot. There's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of that going on. Um, this is not just friends. This is family members as well. You know. Yep. It, friends. You can't do nothing about family. That's not true. You actually wrote a book about that. It's you called can, and, you. and you have it that it says cut slings. <laughs> Yeah, but you'll still be you'll still be kin to them. You just don't have to deal with them. You just don't have to deal with them. And sometimes uh, that is the best thing to do in life. Cut slings. There was a, a a post on Facebook where it says, you know, some of the things that we go through in life, whether it be uh, sickness, um, even even um, the mental states. If it can all be taken care of if you just do certain things, eat certain things, get rid of certain people. <laughs> things, you know, a lot of your problems will disappear if you change though, you know, who you hang around, the types of food you eat, you know, yeah. get on a daily routine, things of that nature. Change your regimen up. You can't get something Anybody different. Anybody that messes with your piece, cut slings. Cut slings. And but you know, the the reality of it is. Some have accepted the behavior as just being that person. They don't mean anything by it. And that's, uh, go for it. Go ahead. You like you're about to say something. No, you just don't always want to admit it. And And that's what I was about to say. Because we don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. So we tolerate bad behavior, negative behavior, negative talk. Because as you stated, you just don't want to be alone. Sometimes it's also you've known that person for so long and you don't feel as though that relationship needs to be uh, canceled because of how many years have been invested. And sometimes that is the best thing to do right. for your sanity. Yeah, 
You ever left weights outside the ring? Rust. There you go. So if you got a relationship that's that long and it's rusty and it's still weighing you down, it's about time you either uh, go get you a tool and uh, get all the rust off the weights, shine them up, and get them back to new. So no matter what, hey, man, we've been, we've been together this long, but these are some issues that I've been dealing with with you for years, and I'm feeling like if these issues aren't changed, then we're going to have to go our separate ways. Mm. That's the way you put that. All right. Well, thank you for joining Coffee and Convo Houston live with RE and Chosen special guest FD Sparkman. I hope you got something out of today's show to help you elevate into the next level. If you have any questions, comments, oh, before we go, we do have a comment. Leroy says, it's okay if they are periodically pointing out flaws to help build an individual up and speaking truth for constructive criticism or unless the individual don't want to hear where they uh, can be better at you. Uh, okay, that's interesting. Because well, that's iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I was just okay. going to say that. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's different because... Constructive it, criticism does not count in what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Um... Now, I don't think there's anything constructive with saying, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the weight, the uh, maybe the hair, the nose, even 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 joking about someone's finances, their car, things of that nature. That that's not constructive criticism. Well, in certain aspects, what Leroy is saying and what all men will tell you, the way we razz each other is, if you have the ability to affect make a change and go out there and make it different than what it is, then I expect you to do it as my friend and as you trying to be a better person. You just sitting there and wallowing in a heap of trash, it's not acceptable. Not if you're my friend. All right, and that's our last comment of the show. Please join us again next Sunday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you for joining. Enjoy your day. God bless. God bless.